you know, and you laugh because it's true. It's like what you said was what your podcast is about. It's like you go through this crazy change and this rebirth essentially. And you're like, okay, so I'm like this new person now. And what am I supposed to do with myself? And where do I go from here? And your first reaction, or at least mine was, oh, I'll just sit in it and I'll just be there for her. And it's fine because that's my main priority now. Yeah. And I won't worry about myself. I'll just focus on her. And then I was focusing on her and I'm home and I'm realizing, okay, I'm great with her. But then as soon as she takes a nap, I'm bawling my eyes out all day long, depressed as hell. Yeah. Not knowing what's wrong with me. Again, not realizing I'm in full-blown postpartum depression and just like completely like, oh, you know, whatever. Like I'm, I'm a good mom to her. So like, who cares about me? Like, it's fine. You know? And that's like yeah. a horrible thought to have. Right. It's asking for the Mother Jumpers is a podcast for mothers ready to jump into what's next after motherhood. As mothers, our focus is to raise our children and give our energy to others. It's an amazing and big job, one that comes with some amazing highs and some challenging lows. Somewhere along the way, a gnawing voice gets in our head, calling us to find something else, something that inspires us to find our passion, follow a dream or make some money. Weekly, we talk with women who have successfully navigated the jump from motherhood into a career path that has given them a sense of personal fulfillment. And we have candid discussions on the why, the how, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, with stories that inspire, inform, and motivate mothers hoping to make their own jump. Okay, well, welcome to this episode of Mother Jumpers. It is um, Wednesday evening, July 3rd. Happy almost 4th of July. Yeah, it's so exciting. I'm like, yay holiday. I know. I'm so <laughs> excited. And it's finally warm. Well, you're, you're, well, let me get back to introducing my guest today. Um, on this episode of Mother Jumpers, I'm with this amazing woman. Her name is Allie Levine. Thank you. Welcome, Allie. To- so excited to be here. What a beautiful home and like studio you have. Thank you so much. Yes, you're with welcome. my foam. Like, well, <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, well, anyway, thank you for joining Mother Jumpers. As you know, it's a podcast for moms trying to figure out what can I do after motherhood. I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here. So um, again, happy 4th of July. Yeah, it's happy almost 4th. It's so exciting, right? We're on the eve of before the 4th. I know. And we're having- And we're having rosé. It's like perfect. perfect I'm in heaven. Podcast experience. (laughs) Right. So let's start um, talking about you and your family. Please tell me a little bit about um, your child, your husband, whatever you want to share. Sure. So I'm Alvin. I'm a new mom. My 
daughter is 15 months old today. I can't even believe it. I'm like, it's just, I mean, I know, you know, it just flies. I, so fast. My brain can't even compute. Um, my husband, Justin, and I have been married for seven years this past May. Cool. And I never thought that I wanted to be a mom or was going to be a mom. I actually thought I was going to be a really bad mom. And now I'm like, wow, I'm so glad Justin had such a vision for our life and our family. And wanted me to be a mom so bad and wanted me to be the mother of his, you know, children that I'm like, wow, you saw so much of what I didn't see. You know, I was so just engrossed in everything with my career. My career was my baby and just wanting to power through on what I was doing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I was obviously very selfish and I didn't want to, you know, walk away from that lifestyle because that's a certain lifestyle. And now that I have her and I have this family, I'm like, wow, what was I waiting for? Like, I'm so in love with like our little family and how amazing and magical Amelia Ray is and my husband, how with him, with her and just their relationship. And I'm like, had I known, you know, of course, timing is everything, but had I known like this is what this was going to be, I would have done it so much sooner because I'm just so happy with what we have now. And I'm so thankful that I am a mom. That's amazing. It is a great experience for sure. And I, you know, I mean, I was a late mom, so I would, I think it was the, the way it goes the way it's supposed to, right? Absolutely. But it's, it does surprise you, doesn't oh, it? Oh, it because, majorly surprises you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just ahead. like, you can't even like, you can't even fathom it. You're like, oh, I'm in this craziness. And it's all of a sudden you're just taking care of this new life and life just changes overnight. And you have no idea. And you can read all the books and you can listen to all the podcasts and you can talk to all these people, but you are still not prepared no matter what. No. Not no matter what. And it's crazy. And like, even with me with getting pregnant, like I remember, you know, little backstory for your audience, like it doesn't know me. Like I was on the show, you know, on Bravo stripped and that show was all about, you know, having everything taken away from you for 21 days. How do you feel? What does that vulnerability do to you? What does it kind of trigger in your brain? What do you work through? What do you learn about yourself? And of course, Bravo adding their drama and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, you know, and, you know, for Justin and I, it was like, Justin was like very kind of um, secure in who he was. And he was very much, you know, if you watch him, it was just very like, I own who I am. I don't really not, not need to fix things, but like, I'm pretty secure in my own skin. It's more like I have little things to work through with. Whereas me, it was very apparent as soon as we started filming that it was like, oh, she's not ready to be a mom and she's not ready to give up her career. And she is extremely hyper-focused on her career and what she wants and not her marriage and not her family and not her friends. And, you know, and honestly, I didn't even know that about myself until I kind of started filming and going through the show and started realizing like, wow, I kind of am not present and I'm not really, you know, living in the moment. I'm very much just in what's going on and in the Hollywood fluff and, you know, all of that. Which is very easy to get sucked into. It really is. Right? It is. Especially when you live out here. Like, you just don't even realize sometimes when you get engulfed in it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, what am I in? You know? And for me, being a celebrity stylist who's styling all these amazing people and taking jets here and going there and being flown across the world. Like, you know, excuse me, but how was I supposed to, like, even come out of that and be like, oh, let me be grounded? Like, I didn't even know how to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I didn't just know. Like, you know, and Justin was so, like, I want a family and I want you to be more involved as a wife and I want us to be, like, a team. And I was like, yeah, 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 we are. But I really honestly wasn't. And after the show and after all the, you know, airing and all those people, of course, criticizing and it's not... I started taking a good, hard look at myself and being like, all right, well, can I kind of take away from this? What can I learn from this? And that's when I started realizing like, okay, so I 
don't want to be pregnant, not because I'm afraid of being pregnant, but because I'm afraid of losing my career and losing myself. I don't want to focus on Justin because I'm afraid again of losing myself and putting too much in the marriage. I don't want to focus on my friends because I don't want to take away time from my career. It was all the same answer. Yeah. If I did this, it equaled that. If I did that, it equaled the same thing. And so it was almost like toxic for me because I didn't realize I was putting all this other stuff in my life on hold to just focus on one thing. And not that that's like a bad thing, but I was doing it for so long. Yeah. It was like okay, maybe it's not so healthy. And Bravo kind of exposed that, you know, as they do. Their their shows have a, have a, like a plan behind them. Always. I mean, it was funny because they didn't even have a strategy. Like when I ended up getting pregnant, like, you know, at the end of filming, like we didn't even have a strategy behind me getting pregnant. It was more of like, let's talk about why you don't want to be pregnant. Let's talk about why you don't want to be a mom, you know? And it was kind of wild to be honest, because going through filming, we're having all these conversations and I'm like, oh wow. Like, this is all kind of coming into fruition without me even realizing it. And I kind of felt like the universe was like, hey, here it is for you. Like, you're not going to do it, so we're going to do it for you. You right. know, and it was like, and then I got off the pill. Like, So during filming, like at the end, they were like, all right, what do you want to like kind of do to like show yourself and show Justin that like you're going to try to move forward. And, this and I was like, well, I guess I could like look into getting off the pill. I've been on it since I was 16, whatever. And so I did. And in my mind, I talked to my doctor and they're like, oh, it takes six months to a year because you've been on it for so long. But yeah, it was like three weeks later I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so Amelia was like, here I am, you know, and that was where it all began. Yeah. It usually begins like that, you know, like, yeah. and, and the universe and the plans are like, it's already laid out for you. In oh, a way, 100% you know? it is. And you can't really, you can fight it all you want. I mean, I was a late mom again. Like I said, I yeah. did not even get pregnant till... I was 37. I just got married at 36. God, you look amazing. This is great for a podcast, but you look amazing. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But I I was like, I didn't get married until I was 36, Mm -hmm. got pregnant. I was like, it was, I was like, what? I'm yeah. not ready. Right. <laughs> sure. Of course, now it's been the best thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I also understand, like, it's hard when you're really in your career. And to, it is. To That's your baby, right? That. Like, yeah. your career is truly your first baby. And you're like, is. how do I walk away from this to give in to something else? Like, that doesn't even seem yeah. right. No, yeah. and it's partly, like, your identity, too, yes. right? So, like, you feel Hugely. like you lose a part of you. Uh-huh. Or you will lose a part of you. And you kind of do. I mean, yes, I think, you do. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of the exploration of this podcast is, like, so many women stop working, as you know, or they can't quite do the job mm-hmm. they used to without never seeing their kids. Like, right. I'm in PR. I can't – I could never go back to a corporation right. and do that. But it's like, okay, so what can they do next? Mm-hmm. All right. So you got pregnant, um, had your child. You were styling before that. You yeah. were a celebrity stylist. And kind of what happened after you got pregnant and had your baby? Where'd you go from there? Yeah, so I got pregnant and it was kind of like you said, the universe kind of had its own plans. And when I got pregnant, people started like, you know, being an influencer, social media, people started reaching out to me and being like, hey, how do you dress your bump? Can you give me style advice? You know, all these, you know, moms-to-be were reaching out. And I was like, oh, this is an audience I never tapped into before, you know? And it's a big audience. It was a huge audience, yeah. you know? And I'm like now, you know, posting like, hey, this is how I dress my bump today. And like how cute this is. And oh, you can do this. And like rocking, you know, crop tops and showing how to wear certain jeans and different prints. And right. it was so much fun. And all of a sudden I was in this like mom world that I like didn't even plan on being on. And it just kind of took off from there. And then once I actually like gave birth and had Amelia Ray, like that's when the mommy influencer thing kind of came into play without me even planning on being in it. You know, I planned on 
going back to styling as soon as I gave birth. Of course, in my mind, I was literally going to pop her out vaginally, which didn't happen. <laughs> and I was going to roll right out to the set like two weeks later and like bring her with me and just like going to carry her with an intern and call it a day. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I laugh at myself now. Oh, we, yeah, all, okay. we all have those grand plans. Yeah. You know, but... it's sure. Yeah. No. Amelia Ray was like, um, here's your universal two by four. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm here. You know, good luck to you. You had a 42 hour birth that was unexpected. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hard. 42-hour birth. It was 30 hours natural, uh, then transferred from my birth center to the hospital after not being able to push oh. her on the tub to a hospital. Very upsetting. To then going into the hospital, then my doctor being so awesome and being like, I know you didn't want to be here, so I'm going to let you, since you're fine, monitoring everything with her is fine, I'll let you keep pushing. Like, we'll see what happens. So I kept pushing. Eventually, after, like, 10 hours, got an epidural, oh. got a Pitocin, blah, 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 blah. Couldn't handle it. 42 hours, we called the C-section. Oh, God. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> needless to say. You're a, a very strong mama. Thank you. Yeah. Needless to say, which I had no idea how strong I was. No, you don't know. No, you don't know during it. Not yeah, at all. It's I really was, hard. Honestly, when I think back, I'm like, how did I not call epidural within the first hour? Like, I have no idea. You know? <laughs> I did. Like, I was like. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like. Well, but I did with my first. I waited my I waited it out. I was like, I yeah, can do this. Yeah. And it was the worst pain of my life. Oh, it's so never insane. again. Yeah. yeah. But I, in my mind, and I'm such a baby with pain, like, I get Botox and I cry, okay? Let's just give it all perspective. <laughs> There's for needles yeah, going like, in your head. Of course yeah, you're, I, I yeah, get but, it. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I was such a baby. Like, I, you know, I get, like, you know, a shot in high school. My mom was, like, literally two nurses said, I'll hold you down. Like, you're so ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, I can't handle it, you know? Yeah. So I was like, for me, I couldn't believe, even Justin turned to me when we were, like, getting ready to prep for the OR. And he's like, babe, he's like, I love you. And if you want to keep pushing and, like, don't want to give in yet and, like, have the C-section. Like, I'm here for you. Like, if you want to keep going. He's like, uh-huh. honestly, like, you're a warrior. Like, I can't even believe you've lasted this long. Like, honestly, this is insane to me. And right. I was like, I don't even know how. I mean, it was like, by that yeah. point, I was so tired. And he was like, babe, don't you just want to meet her tonight? And I started bawling. I'm like, okay, because you just had to say that. Like, I probably could have gone the next day. Probably was a good thing I didn't. But, like, yeah. I totally could have because I was still in the, I guess, like, whatever legal zone of being able to okay. be allowed to push. Yeah. And nothing was, you know, going on of our safeties that were in jeopardy. Everything was fine. Right. And so Justin was like, whatever you want to do, but, like, you know, we're at the end of the night and like, don't you just want to meet her tonight? And I was like, of course I want to meet her tonight. You know, I was like, are you kidding? You know, so I was like, into the while we go. But, you know, afterwards, you know, I'm, I had a C-section, you know, like you said with work, it's all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, how do I get back to work? And I couldn't even get out of bed for two weeks because I couldn't move because of my yeah. C-section. I was yeah. in so much pain. I wasn't allowed to drive for nine weeks, which apparently is like pretty extreme. Wow. Yeah. My mom was driving me around everywhere, which was like making me insane because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like a child again. Like right. mom's driving me around, you yeah. know, I was like, and she meant well, but I was like, this is nuts. Yeah. Nine weeks is a long time. It's a too. long time. Yeah. And I guess it was because they were afraid, like if something happened and I stopped short, like I could tear open because I was so like severe and what had gone on. Sure, and, sure. And I had recti and the list goes out of all these things that I know I was going to have, you know, it's like. <laughs> Women are amazing. Boxes, right? You're yeah. just like, you just, you literally go through a car crash and then you survive. I mean, yeah. it's like nuts. Yeah. Um, so, you know, after all that happened in my mind, I was going to go right back to set. You know, I had a client, I had a style and I did go back to set. Like, I think it was like maybe a month later and my intern drove me and I was like hysterical on set the whole day. And I was like emotional because I didn't like how I looked. I was emotional because I was away from Amelia. I mean, I was like, it was just like every which way that I could be emotional, the emotions had emotions. Like it yeah. was just 
Crazy. Were you still on the uh, Bravo show or was this a different show? No. So this was after we had ended filming and I was just styling a celebrity client for one of their shows on their set. Got it. Yeah. So you had to be on set. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's a lot. Oh my God. It was a lot. Yeah. To and go back the, on. Yes. And being like in the limelight and being around celebrities and then like yeah. not liking how my body looks and my body is like, I still look, you know, like nine months pregnant and it's like, that's fine. But in your mind, it's not fine. Right. Because you're used to looking a certain way and in your mind, you were going to shrink back down again the whole thing of like your twisted illusion of yeah. what it's going to be well and celebrity or you know and hollywood likes to oh, pretend always. that that's hey, the norm it looks like exactly and then you're like why don't i look like that right. you know and it just like messes with your brain it really completely. does and you shouldn't like put yourself that through that like no I mean, not, that, not but it's like no one should feel that way like oh, no you're just focused way. on giving getting a kid yes. a baby through right. like the you just had stage. a baby like you literally yeah. just birthed a child mm-hmm. and went through like we said like a car crash to get there and then yeah. you're supposed to just snap back it's like no that's not realistic but because of hollywood and everything else we think like that's what it should be. So I was having a really hard time. So between that and not feeling good and then not like my body and the whole thing, I really struggled. And so after doing a couple projects, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to like be home. I'm going to just like work from home and do clients like via FaceTime and just like, no, not go out right now because I'm not in the space to, because I've been on a couple of red carpets at that point. I didn't like how I looked in the carpets. Like it was just like the list went on and on. I was like, you know what? I need to like step away from this. Right. I need to like just go and just be in my own stuff. For sure. So I focused on Amelia. You know, at this point I could barely hold her still because I had no support, you know, like with muscles. Uh, yeah. And then you feel like you're failing as a mom because you can't even like change your baby and hold your baby. And you're like, you know, nursing was a whole nother thing. Like, oh my God. I just yeah. literally felt like every box I was supposed to check. It was like, nope, can't check that one. Nope. Can't check that one. Like it was just like the list went on and on. And then yeah. before I knew it, I was in full-blown postpartum depression and I didn't even know that I was in postpartum depression, you know? And I remember being in bed, I think it was like two and a half, three months in and I turned to Justin and we had gotten a minute of sleep and he turns to me, he's like, how are you doing? And I literally just started bawling and I looked at him and I said, I feel like I'm mourning the death of me. Mm. And he looked at me and he was like, what? You know, and I looked at him like we're sitting here like podcasting, having a glass of wine, like no big deal. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I feel like I'm mourning the death of me. And he was like, say that again, like, to me, because I want to make sure I understood what you just said. Right. And I was like, that's how I feel. And then I just started bawling. And he was like, okay, we need to, like, work through this. We need to talk about this. We need to, like, figure out where you're at. And I was just like, it's fine. I was like, it's no big deal. Like, of course, because I'm all about quick fixes. That's my personality. So I was like, it's fine. Like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm her mom. And I no longer need to be in the space I was in before. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be about me anymore. It needs to just be about her and her needs. And, like, it's it's all good, babe. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll just be her mom. I'll just stay home. And he was like, okay, that's all well and good in theory. But, like, you have been on the go for your whole life. How are you going to just snap into just being home? And I was like, I don't know. I just will. Like, it, it's <laughs> fine. And that was probably the worst thing I could have ever thought to myself. Right. You know? And you laugh because it's true. It's like what you said and was what your podcast is about. It's like... You go through this crazy change and this rebirth, essentially, and you're like, okay, so I'm like this new person now. What am I supposed to do with myself? And where do I go from here? And your first reaction, or at least mine was, well, I'll just sit in it and I'll just be there for her and it's fine because that's my main priority now. Yeah. And I won't worry about myself. I'll just focus on her. And then I was focusing on her and I'm home and I'm realizing, okay, I'm great with her, but then as soon as she takes a nap... 
I'm bawling my eyes out all day long, depressed as hell. Yeah. Not knowing what's wrong with me. Again, not realizing I'm in full-blown postpartum depression and just like completely like, oh, you know, whatever. Like I'm, I'm a good mom to her. So like, who cares about me? Like, it's fine. You know? And that's like yeah. a horrible thought to have. Right. Like you got to remember yourself first yeah. and foremost. And for, but you, but, but why is it that we don't as mothers? We, I, I don't know. We just immediately, right. We, we think about what we have to take care of first yeah. and we, and even now, maybe being 15 months old, like I'm like, I deplete myself to no end and take care of my husband and her first before anyone else. This is what we do as moms, right? Yeah. And as a new mom, like you said, you don't know. So you just do. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, this is intense. And it's, you know, and then so after I went through some therapy and started meditation and doing different things to work on myself, that's when I started realizing like, okay, I maybe won't be able to do everything I was doing before, but like I still can, but I have to find like my own, you know, correct paths and I have to rework this. And, you know, and of course, like I laugh at myself now, but I called my lactation consultant when I was going through all this and I was like, hey, so I think I wanted you to train me to be a lactation consultant. And she literally laughed in my face and she's, I'm like, no, 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 we meet for lunch. I'm like, we go to lunch and she's like, so tell me like about this, you know, new project you want to do. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I think I want to like train with you and I like want to become a lactation consultant. That's like, it'll be a great job. And she was like, Allie, you don't want to be a lactation consultant. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I do. And she was like, no, you don't. She's okay. like, I love you, and, like, I, I'm here for you, and I will train you, and, like, whatever. But, like, I know for a fact this isn't really you saying this. This is just, like, what you're going through. And, like. Interesting. Yeah, and thank God for her. And I was like, no, but really, like, please, like, train me. And she's like, Allie, in six months, if you're still in that same space, I will train you, like, personally. Wow. But, like, right now, like, you know, you're not. Like, you're just looking for something to grab onto because right. you need something. Yeah. You know? And I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's so true. And I did you have uh did you find friends or did you have friends that have babies so you could have like a network of no. moms? <laughs> no, and, and that I think really is huge. Hard. And honestly, and we're both part of it, hey mama, like I did not know how serious it was to have a mom tribe. Mm-hmm. I did not know. My parents are kind of like, and of course, your parents, you kind of like poo-poo them. My parents were like, you know, of course. Like, I love my parents to death, but I'm like, right. yeah, whatever, whatever. What do you know, you know? Right. And they were like, oh, you should look into this organization and that organization. And I was like, oh, what is that? Oh, no, I'm not interested. You know, and I was like, not interested. But also, no shade, but half those moms were not entrepreneurs like myself. And they were not freelancers. They were not this. And so they didn't get what I was going through. Right. They didn't get the situation that I was in. So for yeah. them, their problems and their complaints are completely different than mine. Yep. So it makes doesn't make them a good or, you know, or less mom than me or me than sure. them, but it just makes it different. Yeah. So for me, I couldn't gel with those kinds of moms. So I'm like going to these events and I'm like, yeah, no, you don't get what I'm complaining about at all. Like it's yeah. totally different. No, you want, you need to find a group that you can have the same yes. kind of whoa not whoa but like just you want to connect with that yeah Yeah. like even like when I came in your home tonight I was like oh my god we immediately clicked like it's just that good feeling and truly and we connected because of hey mama and that's one of the mom tribes I'm in hey mama fashion moms are like my two main you know mom groups and I'm so thankful for them because they are in fashion and the arts and entertainment and in our world of entrepreneurship and they get it and they're you know in the thick of it and they've gone through similar experiences and all of a sudden you find this tribe and you're like Oh, I'm not alone. Right. Oh, you did do it. Oh, it might have been hard for you, but like you figured it out and now you're even better for it. And oh my God, you're the most successful you've been since your 20s. And it's like you start hearing these stories yeah. and all of a sudden you get this like light ignited in you and you're like, oh my gosh, like things are happening and like I can do that too. And it empowers you and it makes you feel like, 
I can get through this too. And like, this is normal. Yeah. And other moms I know have had postpartum depression and they work through it. And like, it is normal to have it and I shouldn't have to hide it. And it's not something I should be ashamed oh, of. Right. And to me, I was like, okay, Ellie, so you're obsessed with Amelia. You're literally like beyond like every picture, hugging, squeezing, like ridiculously <laughs> overly obsessed. Your friends are like, okay, you're a little much. And then I'm <laughs> bawling my eyes out when right. she's asleep. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why am I bawling my eyes out? While you are like the most perfect thing ever to me, and all I want to do is squeeze you and hold you. But then the minute you take a nap or you go to sleep for the night, and I'm by myself and I have to sit with myself and sit with my thoughts and sit with my anxiety, I'm literally bawling my eyes out and I'm going, I hate myself. I hate who I am. I hate how I look. And the list goes on. Yeah. Especially when you had, again, you're kind of feeling lost a little bit. Yeah. You don't have that job, career, whatever focus it used to have. Like it's such a joy to give yourself to your children and Mm -hmm. be there, right? To nurture and and like the hugs and everything. It's amazing. But when they're sleeping or Mm -hmm. they're gone to school, you're like, shit, what's next? Right. I should be doing something. Mm -hmm. And the guilt starts and then the like, like kind of feeling of just insecurity and Mm -hmm. and like anxiety creeps up. Anxiety. So yeah. I, I totally get that. And it's good that you found, you took care of yourself, number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, and a lot of people, I don't think like the listeners might know, Hey Mom is a great organization for entrepreneurial moms. Yeah. Um, and they have several groups across many cities of yeah. in America. Yeah. And I just love, like, don't you feel like whenever you're in there, it's like, whether someone's looking for a nanny, whether it's like you who are looking for like guests for your podcast, yeah. whether it's someone like me who's a TV personality for brands for my segment, like there's just so much there or just literally, hey, like we're having this event, like everyone come meet up and like yeah. have wine and chat and network. Like there's just so much that they're doing to give mamas space to just be themselves yeah. and get to create and enjoy. And like you said, like find yourself again and find those ways where you're like, oh, okay, I, I am okay being me. Like I, it is okay that like I'm nurturing, but it is okay that I'm stepping away too. And like, even me tonight, like I had mom guilt coming here because I'm like, okay, well I'm later than I was supposed to be because I hit traffic. Now I'm not going to be home tonight to put Amelia to bed. So now Justin has to put her to bed. Is she going to be okay? Cause I am still nursing. She does go to bed without me when I don't nurse, but sometimes she still wants me right. and my brain spins. Of like, course. am I supposed to be here? You know? And it's like, it's so hard. Yeah. That's the hardest part. I think for a lot of moms, especially myself too, mm-hmm. like making that decision to say, I'm going to go do this mm-hmm. because I want to, and I want to do something or traveling even for work or something. Right. It's so hard. I'm going to do this but, for myself. And you have this major mom. And deal. it's like so important that we do some stuff for mm-hmm. ourselves. I, oh, because if you don't, you deplete yourself. We were talking about this before we started podcasting. Yeah. Like you just immediately deplete yourself yes. and you don't realize how zero you are. And then all of a sudden you try to give yourself and you can't because you literally have taken all of you and you're like, oh no, why do I not feel good? And then you realize, oh, I didn't meditate. Oh, I didn't take a bath. Oh, I didn't oh, yeah. go see my friends. Like you didn't give yourself that space. And same with yeah. me. Like I realize so much more now if I do something like being here tonight with you and then like going to the event before that, like I will come home now tonight and I will be so re-energized and yes. so rejuvenated. And I'm like, that's my self-care. Yeah. That I got to allow myself to be in that space. Now I can be a better wife. Now I can be a better mom. Now I can be better to myself. And like so true. It's so important. But it again, really like you said, we give and give and give as mothers and as, you know, caretakers and wanting to nurture that we don't realize how much we give. And then you're depleted. And then you don't nurture yourself. Right. You know? Exactly. And it's like... You don't nurture yourself. I think that's one of the biggest challenges for moms. Mm-hmm. And and that's, again, kind of why, like, this podcast was so important to me because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
it's okay to say I want something outside of motherhood. Right. And and motherhood is the best thing ever, it but is. yet it's also not everything for everybody. Right. Exactly. And, and even if it is everything for everybody, they still need an outlet. Like everybody, like, and it's okay to be that mom who's like, I'm obsessed with my baby girl, but I also need to have a glass of wine with my friends. It's a hundred percent okay. It's yeah. actually necessary. Right. Please, please have that glass yes, of wine with your totally. friends or go to the workout class. Or, right. Um, my last, I ran an episode this week from this woman named Erin Tauscher. She runs an event product, or I'm sorry, a commercial production company. Okay. And she's the first person I've interviewed and probably talked to in my whole mom life that said she doesn't have mom guilt. Wow. It was like, Goals. it was like an epiphany. <laughs> I was like, wow, this right. actually exists. Yeah. But it was so cool. And she's like, she does things like she'll go to like, um, presentations or speakers, mm-hmm. like, um, she'll hike by herself. She's like, she's, she makes sure she takes time to herself yeah. and she loves her job and her husband and her have a system and they just make it work. And it was just such an inspiration. I think it's like, we all have to remind ourselves that that's yes, okay. It's to okay. one other thing. Yeah. It's completely okay. And, it's, and also you're showing them like, Oh my God, look what mom did while you were this age. And when you were this age, like it shows them like, you can have it all and you can do it all too when yeah. you're older. And like, look how much I'm doing while raising you, while being present in your life. You know, it's yes. like, it, it shows them so much too. Like I think back to my, you know, craziness now, now I'm finally on the other side of it and I've seen a light in the tunnel and now Mia's 15 months old. But I think back to the beginning and I'm like, I never thought I'd be where I am now. Like, right. I, you know, like I, I really like saw that dark, dark space and dark tunnel and was like, how am I going to get out of this? Like, yeah. I'll just stay here because I, I don't want to work through this, you know? And now I look now and I'm like, wow, like so much, like you said, the universe kind of gives it to you. Like so much has transitioned for me. Like I'm styling certain people and I'm doing a lot of moms and I'm doing a lot of FaceTime and like stuff that I can do from home. And right. then when I need to go in person, I do it between like nannies and my husband. And then, you know, like certain celebrities that like understand and a lot of them also are becoming pregnant now. So they're also now in my space that they weren't in before. And like, right. it's just so funny how those changes happen. And then also like we were talking about social media, like the influencer world, I never in a million years expected to be in this world, but I'm like so grateful that now I am on the influencer and I'm getting to work with brands and all these different people on a daily basis and be home with Amelia and get to do all these projects and things that I never was doing before because like I am connecting with all these moms and I am sharing my hacks and tips and sharing my journey and my story of like, Hey, you can do it. And here's how, and here's what I'm doing. And I'm still learning and navigating, but like, this is what's turning into a new career for me. And so for me, it's like this transition that's been going on for me and like whole TV personality from Bravo of doing like mom segments and branding and all the stuff that like I never in a million years truly could have dreamed up that are happening for me. And so it's like, I feel like with, with what you're doing with your podcast, it's like, when you say to yourself where I go from here, it's like, Sometimes you think about, of course, like, what is my career and like, how do I transition? But also of what you said before, it's like, what does the universe potentially have in store for me and kind of allowing it to take you. And for me, I kind of kept getting like TV segments, like pushed in front of me and different mommy brands. And I was at first, I was like, no, no. And I was like pushing it away. Hmm. And then it just kept happening and kept happening. And I was like, okay, you know what? Something, someone wants me to be in this space. Like this is part of my new transition. And now that I like finally went full throttle with it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy, you know, and I'm sharing my postpartum depression and I'm sharing my stories and I'm sharing things. And not only is it therapeutic for me, 
but it's therapeutic for others, you know, and that's my podcast that I have was born out of, you know, that you were going to come on and it's all about that real and raw authentic self and sharing that and like what motherhood does to you and how it strips you down. And so it's just, it's so crazy how you look back when you're a new mom and you're like, wow, everything is so insane and so scary. And like, how am I ever going to survive? And then you come out and you're like, I survived and I'm better than ever. Like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's wild. Yeah. You said it was like a rebirth and I think that's a good point. Like, it is a rebirth. We become a different person. Yes. We're still the same person, but, but like a somehow, different version of yourself. Yes. You know? And it was interesting. Like I, w- I had this guest on my podcast and you can, your listeners can Google it, but it's called Matrescence and it's like this actual scientific facts. I recently learned about it. And it literally talks about in your brain, when you have a baby, how literally something changes. And I think it's the left brain that literally switches with your cells and the way like when you give birth that switches inside of you, it's called matrescence. And it literally tells your brain that like you're being rewired. So it's literally like a rebirth. So it actually scientifically, yeah, I recently thought it was so crazy. Wow. But it, like, it's like a real scientific, like, it's called matrescence. And it's literally like a rebirth of like who you are. So yeah. it like, makes sense because you're having this new being and then everything changes and your whole world shifts. And it's like, how are you supposed to be the same person? Like, yeah. You're not, no. you know? And, and honestly, like, I look back and I'm like, for the better, I'm not the same person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I wouldn't have thought that back then, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful for everything I've gone through. Yeah. And like, even my postpartum depression, as hard as it was, yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful for the lessons I received from it. I think that's the thing. Like, you learn so many things mm-hmm. and it's so hard. Like, all the things you go through and supporting an, a child mm-hmm. and the, the ramifications of, of pregnancy, the hormones can be oh, it's so, so crazy. <laughs> um, but like, if you learn from them, and you like kind of shift a little bit. Like it's just really beautiful what can happen. I right. feel like. Yeah. Um, and like you said, if you allow yourself to shift with it and you yeah. allow yourself to kind of follow the universe and like kind of give in a little bit and trust instead of just trying to control, which is something obviously we all do. Yes. It's control. I'm so guilty of it. I try to control my whole birth, hence 42 hour birth. You know, well, it's like. You exactly. just birth plan. This is what's going to be. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you know, not to burst any moments to be listening to your podcast, but like birth plans really don't exist. I try like, to you know? tell people because I'm like, I, I was, and I kind of still am a type A personality. Mm-hmm. I plan so many things. Yeah. Number one, moving to LA from Chicago helped me loosen up a little bit. Okay. And number two, having kids. Like yeah. I actually oh, shift everything immediately. I didn't actually have a birth plan. I just knew I wanted oh, good an epidural. For you. Cause I was like, I don't want pain. And then I, I kind of let the first year go. I just kind of went with the flow because yeah. I knew it wasn't something I could control. Maybe that's just being an older mom. But that's good. Or maybe I was just like, I'm too tired of planning things and I'm too tired because I just had a baby. Right. But, but it, all of that's it, good. It's good to let go because I was so controlled. And I feel like the universe for me, between going through Bravo's trip, like I truly believe the universe handed me that opportunity regardless of the show or not. To me, it was like a real lesson opportunity because even though, of course, you know, you saw on TV, like what we went through, but for me, I lived that life for 21 days and I'm taking everything away and having everything taken from me and having these hard questions given to me. And for me, it was like real life. So I feel like it was put in my world to be like, look at yourself, you know, like you control everything. You want to make sure you do A, B, and C. And like, that's not always how life works. And then when Amelia was born, like you said, like, Babies, they shake up everything. Like yes. there is no plan and you don't get to say, oh, at one o'clock this was going to happen. It's like, no, they had other plans five minutes ago. Like that's just what motherhood is, yes. you know, and your birth and everything changes. It's like, 
oh, welcome to it. Hey, you're not a mom yet, but like, this is what it is, you know? It is actually, yeah, I agree. It's like a little sampling. Yes, of what's totally. Gonna happen. It's going to come, yeah. And believe me, it doesn't stop at babies. Like, I was Oh, like, no, I'm sure. I know. You know. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I have an eight and a five-year-old, and we were at a tennis lesson today, and they were at beach camp, and then I took them to tennis lesson. They were exhausted, and what, my eight-year-old starts crying because she just got upset by something her sister did. Right. It's like, you know, crap, I can lose my shit, or yeah. I can just be like- Okay, TT Press, it's yeah. okay. I know you're tired. Like, right. You know, you Work learn how to figure that out. Yeah. It's not easy because you just want to. And wanna... you just navigate it and you just figure it out. Like you said, like you just go along and figure it out. And like, again, you just have to like let go and not control. And that's yeah. so hard for all of us. And it's also like you can't worry too much about what people think. Like, oh, your yeah. kid's going to huge... throw up somewhere yes. or is going right. to like throw a tantrum. Right. And like that's just part of motherhood, right? It really is. And most moms will understand. Yes. Some people won't. And right. that's okay. They're not going to see you again anyway exactly. if you're in public. So true. And you're not alone. I yeah. mean, but, no, you're but not alone. No. Exactly. I just would not. Like, I had an eight, I took my 18-month-old to Hawaii one year, and she was throwing pumpkin bread behind her, and it landed <laughs> in a lady's purse. And we were in first class, so that was not a very good oh thing. Oh, my God. And I was mortified. Looking back, uh, I should have just been like, whatever. Sorry. Right. But, you know, life is messy, right? Yes, life is messy. And motherhood is so messy. It's so messy. so chaotic. And by the same time, so magical. And I have to keep reminding myself of that. Like, when I have meltdowns with Amelia, like, because she's teething so bad right now. It's so hard. And it's like, it's the worst. And I have moments where I literally just want to, like, throw myself into the wall. And I'm like, breathe. Breathe. It's so good. Yeah. I'm like, she's having a hard time. She just wants your comfort. Yeah. I know she's hanging on you so much right now, but like before you know it, she won't be hanging on you anymore. And I have to like tell myself that and like remind myself when I get frustrated and get upset, like she really needs you right now. So you need to like be in the moment and just deal and it'll pass and then you'll move on. And I have moments where I don't handle it well and there's moments where I do handle yeah, it well. I, there's moments I don't handle stuff very yeah. well still yeah. after eight and five or six And years I think that's point. completely fine and completely normal it's because that's motherhood. Hard. It is. And it's like when it's constant and, you know, it's – and I think that's the biggest thing about motherhood that we all have to do is forgive ourselves mm-hmm. and not beat ourselves up for and the give things. give ourselves that, grace. Yes, grace and, and credit for the work yes. we do. And the same thing with going back to – or, you know, going – Going back and working, yeah. or you know, staying home and doing all the work at home, That's which me. is a, yep. a bunch of stuff. Yes, it's so much. Um, so tell me, okay, so you're now today, you're styling your what kind of TV shows are you doing your work on? Yeah, so I am doing a lot of different segments for like KTLA, CBS, um, you know, ABC. Um, I'm now on a show at Channel 4 called The Post in San Diego, cool. doing monthly segments um, for mom hacks and like different, you know, types of topics off of that and like Fun. sharing my motherhood journey, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, Las Vegas Now and Vegas, Channel 8, CBS affiliate, doing shows on that with different trends. So it's really fun. It's like been a really cool combination of like fashion, but with trends, but with mom and like mom hacks and like, you know, all these different things kind of all encompass into one that I would never really expect to have happened. Right. Me. Um, and then of course I got some TV projects 
other stuff in the works. We'll see if I end up back on reality or not. I know. Uh, do you want to go back to reality? Uh, I'm so sure. We'll see. <laughs> I could never do it. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we'll see what the universe has in store. But I'm really enjoying my podcast. Like, you know, you're going to come on my new podcast, Stripped Down with Ali Levine, that does play off. Yes. You know, Bravo Show Stripped, all about the okay, real I got raw. that connection. Thank you. Okay, I'm glad. Some people do and some people don't. And people are like, what is S-T-R-P-T-D? And I'm like, stripped. No. <laughs> and I wanted to do, obviously, it doesn't infringe copyright, the whole thing. But I wanted right. it to still resonate and really go along. Also, I was trying to hit the whole postpartum depression without putting postpartum depression in the title. And, sure. you know, just mix with words. But it's just really all about the real and raw of motherhood and being your authentic self. And like you said, just sharing that story and sharing yeah. that it is messy and that it is okay. And, you know, and I've had such amazing people reach out and say, I want to be on because I love how real you're being. And I feel like with social media and the highlight reels and everything we see nowadays, it's so important to have podcasts like this where you just talk about real life yep. and like real struggles and real hard motherhood and just things that people need to hear to be like, oh, I'm not alone. Oh, okay. That might be a pretty picture. But like she just said yesterday was a mess. And like, it's okay. Like, well, yeah. you know, and, and it's okay that you're a mess too, because I'm a mess. And like, tomorrow will be great. And tomorrow will be a disaster. Like that's <laughs> just life, you know? And yeah. it's just so, and I found more and more from becoming an influencer too, like where my following grew, which is crazy, like is where I shared my postpartum depression, where I shared more real and raw photos of myself, not in makeup, not styling celebrities, not in a super glam selfie. And yeah, it was crazy because when I first like started posting that, I was like, am I crazy? I have this beautiful feed of like, you know, gorgeous selfies and red carpets and all these celebrities I'm styling. Like I can't believe I'm going to post something where I literally have no makeup on, but people responded and yes. people were like, wow, like, you know, you still look amazing and like you're doing it. And I was like, what? You know, this yeah. is people's response. And that's yeah. what made me feel empowered to continue to share and continue to be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Hey, this is so hard for me. Hey, I'm signing off social media because it's honestly making me depressed watching all these moms show their perfect bodies five days later. Right. I'm like, no shame to those moms. Good for you. But I'm not <laughs> in your place and I can't look at you because yeah. it makes me sick straight up. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's like, it's you know, very like, stressful. Yes. Very stressful. Yeah. And I know? think that's the thing. I think that can be a little dangerous with, um, and I love that you're saying this because I feel like even with social influencers, yes. like, you know, there's always that perfect Pretty picture. picture. Yes. But no one is perfect. No one. No mom is perfect. No. no mom that has uh, the most amazing job. Right. Yet the two perfect kids, they're not perfect. No. Like, that's the and reality. Just because they're smiling in a photo and, like, have the perfect picture does not even mean that, like, that life is perfect. You have no, no idea what's behind that photo. And that photo takes five hours exactly. to get all the kids right. smiling. Exactly. It's. it's- and that's that's why sharing the real stories and, yes. and same thing with mother jumpers. Like it's about women, like you know, maybe who have started a successful career uh, or job. Yeah, I'm sorry, company. Right. Anything. But they even Projects, say it's not yeah. easy. It's not easy. Oh, it's not easy. Nothing no. is easy. No. And but it's okay because yes. if you really love something, then you you do you it. Work for it. You're. You're you're not alone. You're in your tribe or your club. There's a club out there of women that are all like, Shh, I need something yes. else. How do I do it? Right. Don't, let's not be afraid. And and you just know knowing that that exists and just like your your podcast, being raw or sharing the real details of mm-hmm. like this is freaking hard. It is. Yes, it's just so important. And so it's like 
now my job has really transitioned from celebrity stylist to more styling, like you said, certain moms and certain celebs that are still kind of in my world. And then the TV personality side of things and then being a social media influencer. And it's like for me to really be called an influencer now, like I had a hundred thousand followers just and I can't even believe it. That's amazing. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. And honestly, I was like, this is crazy, truly. But yeah. it's like, I, I look at that and I'm like, wow, I am someone of real influence. And I take that very seriously. I don't just look at, oh, I'm an influencer. It's like, no, it's not air quotes. Like I am someone somehow of influence and I need to like really think about that and share, you know, all the different parts of my life and different parts of my world. And like you said, with motherhood and share that, like, you're not alone in that. And like, you know, I am here for you for that. And this is going on with me. And it's like, it's okay to have some pretty pictures, but also to have some real things. And that's yeah. what I'm really finding my own balance because now this is becoming a huge part of one of my jobs that I'm doing is working with brands and posting and work with PR companies sure. to share these different, you know, brands and companies that want to get out there for babies and children, all these things. And it's like, it's amazing. But again, it's like, I want to really find that authenticity in myself right? and with working with these brands and making sure it aligns on all forefronts. Right. And it really should. I mean, just my other hat, like I think for any viewer, uh, consumer, yeah. it's going to make the most sense if it does align, right? Yes. So like, I think anybody that puts something out there or anybody that creates a business, whoever you align with, right. it should be authentic yes. to it should be authentic. the brand DNA mm-hmm. and that person's DNA. Cause it's like, I love that you said that. It, it's, it's true. Well, and you know, I follow a lot of influencers and I'm, I see ones that look very forced. Mm-hmm. Their ads, their ads, yep. quote unquote, that are very forced. And I'm like, oh, it's yep. just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> then is. I it's see, true. But then I see ones that are like really well done and right. like they flow with like what that person mm-hmm. brings to the table. Yeah. And I'm like, this makes sense from a marketing perspective. And right. I'm, I'm interested in hearing about this product more, right. you know? Totally. So it's good that you think through that. Thank you. And it's, it's, again, authenticity is so important. It's so important. It's like, I, I love that you said that because it's not just a buzzword. I feel like everything now, with like everything in society, it's like self-care is a buzzword. Authenticity is a buzzword. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm over the buzzwords. Like, you know, I'm I like, I'm like, I, I like self-care is extremely important. Like you said, authenticity yep. is extremely important, but it's like the meaning behind it. And like you said, I love that you said like the DNA of you and like how it aligns. Yeah. That's what's important. Not just... Oh, I'm going to speak authentically because, you know, that's what people want. It's like, no, authenticity is what is important in general. And that's what you should be wanting to bring to the table regardless. Because if you're truly an influencer, quote unquote, like you should be authentic. You should be in real in what you share. You yep. are influencing someone in some shape or form. You should take that as a real job, and I do. Yeah, that's great because it's like you are you are reaching this vast yes, group it's of wild of how people, people reach out to me. I can't believe it. I'm like, how I'm did you sure. find me? You know, it's like I don't. I still even being in PR, I don't. I, my specialty is not social media. I'm still amazed at like how yeah, things but you see up. it all being in PR. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's all a part of again that bubble, yes. bubbling up to the top and resonating, and mm-hmm. and and that kind of um, third uh, person's recommendation is right. always what's valuable. Um, but again, 
it takes a real authentic, it's just like any brand that is successful with their advertising mm-hmm. or a product they create and a reporter does a great review on them. Yes. It's the same thing with influencers. Like it's just, it, it, it resonates. It resonates. With yeah. people. And, uh, you know, an, an influencer can resonate with, with people and, yeah. and, you know, things they recommend or even represent in an ad seem to still fall in their, their realm. It's not like, yes. Hey, let me just. Right. Hey, here's this do- random whitening stuff that I'm talking about, but yeah. I've never talked about this before. Let me do Tylenol exactly. over here in Apple yes, here. I, I exactly. don't know. You know but no, you're right. It's, no, it's true. It's like, I, it's got to flow. It's got to make sense. It's, listen, I get phone calls and emails like every day between like my agent and my own email being like, hey, we'd love to work with you. You know, we'll pay you X. And I'm like, that's great. And I would love for that cash in my pocket. Sure. But like, can you send me the product first? Right. Before I even say Smart. I'm going to speak on this because I need to like feel it. I need to t- like, touch it. I need to experience it. I need to use it. Like I need to be able to know this is something I'm into. This is something my family's into before I can even post it on my social, you know, yeah. and there's been some things I've gotten in the mail that are broken or have a problem. And I'm like, I can't post this. And they're like, Oh no, no, but we'll pay this. And I'm like, I appreciate uh, that. And I'm, <laughs> I, I would love that cash in my pocket. Yeah. But as a job now, it's an actual job for me. And I take my influencership very seriously. I need to actually be able to speak to it. I need, like you said, to actually feel like I can resonate with it and my audience can resonate with it. And I know that if they reach out to me and say, hey, Allie, why do you like this? Or can you tell me about this? I can wholeheartedly because I align with it and I actually use it. Yeah. You know, and it's a big part of my job And it's something you might actually like if it wasn't even, you know, somebody hiring you. Right. So that's awesome. And I I think this whole social influencer world is so intriguing again because it's kind of my space, but... I get it from just a PR world, but right. I truly think there's a lot of value to it. Yes. I think it gets some bad rap. It does well. because of what we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with, you know, PR people. Oh, same thing with PR. Um, it's, again, but it's what you align, what resonates, what makes sense. And I love, I'm totally stealing from it, the brand DNA. It's true. Like it's, it is it's, really, it's what it builds up sense. and what's made and, you yeah. know, and, and what aligns. Cause yeah. that's really where at the end of the day, like, that's where we all connect as humans, right? A hundred percent. Go back to like century, like that. That's where that's our makeup. That's right. where we all actually connect and vibrate at and these different vibrations. It's like I dealt with you because like you give me a certain thing or you you know have these tips or you share this. It's like now I want to follow you. It's the same idea. Yep. It's just on social now. Yeah, and you it's, know? it's just you can it can access. Yes. To a, a common thread, right? right? And like that connection is so important, even yes. in this, this day and age of like social media and cell phones, smartphones, right. whatever. Um, we're not, we still need that connection, that internet connect, yes, connection with each we other. Do. More than why, ever. <laughs> well, is why mothers, you know, again, sharing stories of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, so let me ask you just because you've, you've kind of created this journey for yourself. Um, what advice would you give to some moms out there like sitting at home kind of struggling with, I want to do this or this, how do I get started? Or, or I'm, I'm just not, I can't do it. Like what would you tell them? So I would say for any moms that are struggling that I have been there before and it is so normal. And like we said earlier, like it truly is a rebirth and you have to like look at yourself and say, okay, if I'm not in this place right this minute, it's totally okay. You don't have to rush yourself and throw yourself back into work or try to start something immediately. It needs to align and feel like the right time for you. And it needs to like flow for you where you feel like you're not forcing yourself, but like you're ready. And then once you're ready, like things will click. Like for me, 
I started writing things down and started like journaling different things that like I was seeing and feeling for myself. And then I started like for my podcast, like back in like Christmas time, I started writing down ideas for it and I didn't have a name for it and like what I was envisioning and what I wanted it to be and like where it was going. And though I didn't have like the balls, so to say, to like do it, it took me a long time, but I finally was able to like have it be born, you know, in the last month. And it was because I had written so much down. I had done so much visualization and so much thinking and writing and really, you know, telling myself, this is something I want to do. This is something that I envision for myself. This is a project that I have passion for, you know? And I think that no matter what you're doing, like whether it's a career, a project, a one-off thing, it's like, as long as there's a passion behind it and you really want it, you'll figure it out. It may feel impossible in the moment and we've all been there, but you'll figure it out some way like or another the universe will show you like this is how you're going to do it or this is how it's going to happen so I would just say like sit with yourself it's not easy to sit with yourself because I've been there (laughs) but sit with yourself and try to figure out like okay am I doing this because I want to do it or I'm doing it because I just need something to do you need to really ask yourself those hard questions and figure out like how you navigate it and what you want and like what steps you want to take and then start thinking like If it is your corporate job you want, how do you apply for those certain things? And like, what are the steps you take? Mm -hmm. If it's a project you're creating like a podcast, what are the steps you need to do for that? And like, what is the monetary situation? And like really lay things out so you're not overwhelmed because you're already overwhelmed being a mom. Exactly. You know? And it's like, just take it step by step. I have been so guilty of trying to do so many things at once. And finally, finally, and like, I feel like the last six months, I'm learning to just let go of so many things. And like yesterday, perfect example, I had a podcast interview and I had a red carpet. And you know what? My emails at the wayside, my laundry, my house, like, and I had to tell myself, you know what? It's okay. Like gave myself that grace, told myself it was all right. I would get to it the next day. Yeah. And these things have to be focused on today because that's what I'm working on. And I feel like the more we do that for ourselves, the more we allow ourselves to create those spaces, even if it's only 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, whatever it is, to be able to create and be able to shine, that's where you're going to see yourself get to create what you want and be able to envision and get yourself to those next steps. Because if you continue to pile everything on top of each other and try to do a million things at once, it feels impossible. I've been there so many times where I've broken down hysterical, like, well, how am I going to do this? And I'm not going to create that podcast and I can't do these emails. Now she's not even going to sleep yet. Like, right. and everything takes off and you just go into this like negative spiral. Yep. So it's like when that happens, take a deep breath. <laughs> step away, start writing down just a few things that you want to get done that day and prioritize and find the things that make sense for you and find the tools. And if you need resources for certain things, like applying for a job, reach out and find those resources, find your tribe. Like you said earlier, like find the things that make sense to help you get to the next level. And the biggest advice would be don't give up. It sounds so cliche, but I've been doing this entertainment industry for 10 plus years. I moved out from New York nine years ago. I've been in it for, you know, 13 years total. I'm going to talk like intern, assisting, building my way. And it's a lot of work. And I have transitioned in so many ways. Like I wanted to be a celebrity stylist with stars, period. There was no, there was no change. There was no other job. It was just that. And now that I'm finally in a place where I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, I still have that and that's what kind of built me and I'm still doing that, but I have so many other things that are amazing and happening for me and that's okay too. And it's okay to have other things take place to help you get to other dreams and get to other jobs and you don't have to feel like 
It has to be one path. You don't have to pick one path, especially nowadays. Exactly. You can do so many other things, but you have to allow yourself to do those things. Amazing advice. I like wanted to like cheer on like, (laughs) I agree, I agree, I agree. Oh, thank you. Because it's very true. I mean, all the things you you said. It's only because I've lived it. And and we learn from living, you know, but, and also sharing. I think, I think people hearing like, it's okay to to feel this way. Right. Or, and like, it's okay to be down and say, like there yeah. was a day the other day where like my podcast wasn't posting because Anchor was giving me a hard time and I literally had a meltdown. I couldn't get a hold of my producer and I was literally sitting in my room crying going, am I crazy? I've started this podcast. Like, you know, I, I need to get this episode out. Now people are going to be like, oh, I'm not going to listen. And I was like, Allie, stop. It's okay. Yeah. If it goes up tomorrow, so be it. Yeah. It goes up tomorrow. Like it's not the end of the world. And when you finally, like you said, like, Get out of your own way and get out of that mindset of like everything has to happen now, now, now. And everything, you know, must take place. It's like a beautiful thing happens. Like time opens up for you. Yes. And you start to feel like less weight heavy on you. And you start to feel like, oh my gosh, things are aligning. The universe is working towards me. And I truly believe in the law of attraction. And it's like the more you put out and attract, the more it's going to continue to happen. So just allow yourself that space. Like I am so guilty of being so on autopilot and so not present and I work every day super hard right to be more and more present and it's like you, you really do you need to put in the work and say to yourself okay we're all in this world of social media like we said everything's going so fast everything's happening it feels like there's never enough hours in the day never never <laughs> but the more you make the time like even us tonight we we're like all right we've changed our appointment like what four times to yeah. podcast yeah but we made it work we're yep. like okay this is your schedule this is my schedule somehow we're going to figure it out. We're yeah. going to make it align and we're going to make it happen. You yeah. know, and it's like once you find that within yourself and you tune into that in you, that's when everything starts to happen. I love it. Thank, Thank you. you. Is there one last question? Yeah. What inspires you with your work and your life? Oh, that's going to sound so cliche. Amelia Ray inspires me, honestly. Aww. She really does. I, I, I have moments where obviously I get down. I have moments where I could feel some of my, my postpartum depression kicking in, all these different things. And I just think, and I'm like, Amelia is going to look at me and be like, oh my God, my mom is so badass. Like she did a podcast. She transitioned her career. She's doing this with social media. She has TV shows. Like she's doing all these things. I'm going to look at her when I'm older and I'm going to go, I could do that. I could do that. You know? And, and, and I just feel like to me, knowing that I'm setting this like up for her and paving the way just empowers me to keep going. I, I think I agree with, I get that. Thank you. And I, think that's amazing. Thank you. Allie, thank you for being part of Mother thank Jumpers. You for having me it's here. been awesome to have you. I feel yes. like we have to get together again. Yes, and you're going to come on my podcast. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And I just want to have another segment on social media. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I am your host, Monica Rolliter, a fellow mom looking to make a new jump. Mother Jumpers is created in Los Angeles and edited by Jason Crow. To become a part of the Mother Jumper community, please visit us at www.themotherjumpers.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Mother Jumper and Facebook at Mother Jumpers. I'd love to hear from you if you're a Mother Jumper and want to share your story. Or if you're looking to make a jump, please send us questions that we can ask on an upcoming episode. You can email me at monica at themotherjumpers.com. Also, share Mother Jumpers with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much and have a great week of jumping forward. Jumping forward.